Blog Talk Radio. My life, been grinding all my life. Stack the spikes, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Stack the spikes, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look. Yeah, it's your boy Heavy Handed J. We back once again. It's a heavy handed edition. You know what that means. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. We got a lot to talk about. A lot going on here in Los Angeles. You know, we're not used to this. We're not used to this amount of dysfunction. The hell's going on now. Jerry Buss. Dr. Bus is rolling over in his damn grave. There's no way. That man who spent a lifetime building his thing from the ground up. Building his damn thing from the ground up. Then to hand it down to them damn silver spoon children. This is what people say about kids born with a silver spoon. They don't know how to do shit right. I'm sure Dr. Buss is rolling over in his grave looking at what's been happening here lately in Lakerland. He got to be like. I don't like that shit. For sure, bro. I don't like that shit. We've never seen it like this. This amount of dysfunction is something we've made fun of other franchises for. We said, ha ha, look at your management. Look how dysfunctional you are, New York Knicks. The Clippers are across are cross the hall rival. Are managed better than we are right now. And you know me. I got something to drop on you. I got something you haven't probably thought about yet. To add to this Magic Johnson versus the Los Angeles Lakers fiasco that we have here going down today on first take. Now, we knew it was coming up. We knew it would be inflammatory. We just didn't know Magic would be so direct. But obviously, Magic has a bone to pick. That seems clear to me. And we've had this discussion before with uh, some friends and family that have joined the show. (laughs) And guess what, guys? My shoulder is dislocated right now. You know why my shoulder is dislocated? Because I've been patting myself on the back because I've been right the whole time. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. But we'll get into that. But glad to have back. Um, this guy is on demand. He's a um, he's a crowd fave. He's one of the, uh, the the guys. When people ask me about the pod and they're like, "Hey, what's up with that guy?" I really like that guy. Let me bring him in. Y'all know what's up. Cause this is for the Johnny John, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Jamil? Hey, thanks a lot, man, for for sending the invite. Uh, no doubt, man. How you doing tonight? Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I know. I know that the last couple of times I haven't been able to make it on 
to the uh, to the show. But I mean, I'm I'm really glad I was able to work out today. Oh man, don't even worry about it. You know, um, you know. I have we, 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 oh, good, 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 good. Well, you know, we, the, the the support is all that matters. And you know how we feel about tardiness around here. Our no show. Nigga, I'm here. Nigga, be happy. I'm here and ask some real questions. <laughs> We we, don't, we ain't tripping about that. I'm happy you here, family. But um, damn dog. So I, I I'm up in here and I'm tripping about the amount of di- dysfunction that we have in the Los Angeles Lakers franchise. Something never seen before. Jerry Buss got to be rolling around in his damn grave, man, because you you do all this work, and this is the scary thing about accomplishing a lot. As a first generation person to be successful in your family And then you hand this shit down to your kids And you want them to take it further than than you took it But more often times than not You get what happens with Al Davis's son The bus's kids Bunch of Shane McMahons I don't know Jonathan man I'm a little hot about it I got a lot of feelings about what happened today. I mean, in the midst of this whole thing, what's lost in this conversation, and it almost seems tactical, is that Frank Vogel is introduced today as the Lakers head coach. But that's lost in the conversation. How do you feel about this whole thing, man? Well, I mean, when you really, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I kind of have, I don't know if it's necessarily a different take on the whole situation, but I mean, listening to Magic Magic on first take today with Stephen A, you know, and everything, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. And I I really do feel that I'm in the minority in this because with some people that I've had this conversation with, I actually feel like Magic came out worse than, than the actual Laker franchise and the actual Laker front office. I think he, he came out looking worse than Rob Palinka. He came out looking worse than Jeannie Buss. I mean, it, it's it, it's it's just the way he started that press conference. He started the press conference with exactly, and I remember, you know, a month ago when we started talking about uh, what were our feelings, you know, uh, with Magic and, you know, why did he really leave? He He alluded to backstabbing and all that. He came out pretty much just saying, you know, I'm, I let Jeannie know that I needed to take care of my businesses as well as running the Lakers front office, that I actually get paid more by running my businesses than I'm doing the Lakers. So I can't be doing this full time. Every successful vice president of basketball operations, general managers, they live in these offices, they have pull-out couches, they have, you know, they have pretty much a home away from home, because all they do is live, sleep, bleed, sweat, to make sure that these franchises are succeeding, because their success depends on it, I mean, just just to give a, I mean, because I know we're we're both going to have a lot of different opinions on this, and just for the sake of conversation, you know, when you don't need something, are you really going to be 100% that dedicated? I mean, you talk about all the general managers in the NBA right now that, that you know, 
don't leave their offices because they're dedicated to making sure that these teams are successful. This is pretty much maybe all they have. I mean, Magic Johnson's got money that he probably doesn't even see. Did, did he really need to work at this? I mean, I think we, we – I mean – I don't know. You you got the tape. I mean, we could go back and have these conversations. And I just feel that Magic didn't really think he needed to dedicate the time, or maybe he didn't really know what he got himself into when he first took the job and thought, eh, you know what? All I got to do is just show up, say yes, say no, and then, you know, let the people down here do what they got to do, and, you know, I'll just show up when I need to show up. And you know what? It may have backfired. And you know what? And maybe he told Rob, you know, because I'm pretty sure we've all had those coworkers or we had those people that we used to work for. Hey, man, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to dip out early real quick, you know, uh, make sure that we got this covered. We got that. Cover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. I got you. Man, how are you going to be expecting to get an A on a group test when you ain't even part of the group? That's just my take on it. I see. I see. And that's a perfect segue. That's a perfect segue. So, Magic Johnson came out today, for those of you who don't know. He appeared, his first appearance since resigning as Lakers manager of basketball operations, he appeared today on First Take with Stephen A. And if you've been listening to my show, you know how Stephen Stephen A got the damn thing from shucking and jiving. Okay. That's, that's that's how Stephen A got that shit. Him and Magic love to shuck and jive together. So Stephen A he he reels in the big interview. Um, Magic comes on first take, big platform. Everybody's ready. It's Monday morning, and Magic basically begins to point fingers and elude to backstabbing and. Just behind the curtain conversations, Magic definitely touched on um, a, a, a nuance of the conversation that I think it was me and Willa talked about how Palinka would come in and make statements like, hey, everybody, where's Magic? Knowing Magic's not there. Kind of highlighting that Magic is not there. Highlighting the fact that Magic wants to show up with his shirt unbuttoned with his big smile and think that's supposed to be all you need to do for business. Now I say to that, that's all magic has ever been used for, but we'll talk about that later. You know, there's a part of this to me that thinks magic was deceived here. Magic was told, obviously magic said he was told he could come in to make basketball decisions. We come to find out that Magic indeed was not able to make any basketball decisions. Magic said, you know, Palinka and, and, and the others around the office were basically saying that he was an absentee operations manager. So, look, let's just get it from Magic's mouth here. Let me get to the sound, and we'll hear what Magic has to say about what really happened with him and what kind of drove him to this point. Let's give Magic a listen. Happened. Why did you resign from the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, it was a couple couple reasons. You know, um, first of all, uh, let me thank Jeannie Buss for the opportunity first. Uh, 
when we sat down and negotiated, I told her, I said, listen, I can't give up all my businesses. I make more money doing that than becoming the president of the Lakers. So you know that I'm going to be in and out. Is that okay with you? She said, yes. I said, do I have the power to make decisions? Because that was important uh, for me to take the job as well. She said, you have the power to make the decisions. So um, I said, okay, let's go do it. She said, I'm going to put you with Rob Palenka, because I didn't know Rob. So she put us both together. Um, first year in, it was tremendous. I wanted the, the strategy to be, let's get up under the salary cap, because we were way over the salary cap. And um, I said, let's trade some people, get some draft picks, so on and on. D'Angelo, you know, uh, great guard, but had a problem when uh, uh, Shaggy P and yeah. the whole Nick, the whole thing went down. So I knew I had to get him out. We made some moves. That draft pick turned into Kyle Kuzma. So we felt good about making that deal. Drafted Lonzo Ball, number two. I know you're still against it, but yes. we, we can de- debate that yes, because I think he's outstanding uh, all-around point guard. Um, then uh, Josh Hart. So things got going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And then I start hearing, you know, Magic, you're not working hard enough. Magic's not in the office. So people around the Laker office was telling me Rob was saying things. and Rob Palenka. I, Rob Palenka. And I didn't like those things being said behind my back that I wasn't in the office enough and so on and on. Um, so I started getting calls from my friends outside of basketball saying those things now were said to them outside of basketball. Now, not just in the Laker office anymore. Now it's in the media and so on. And these are people you trust. Exactly. And people got to remember something. Being in this business for over 40 years, I got allies. I got friends everywhere, right? So, basically, it was dry snitching. It was how you be, you know, Magic's not at the meeting. Now, Magic's prefaced this whole conversation by letting us all know that he told Jeannie, hey, Jeannie, you know I have these other operations that I run. I have these other businesses. I'm not going to be able to be here full time. If you're willing to take me on at that capacity, I'll do it. She agreed to it. Okay? That happens all the time at jobs. If a person agrees to part-time or, you know, 30 hours a week, whatever it be, then that's what's agreed to. Obviously, though, Magic felt even in that smaller capacity, he'd still be able to make basketball decisions. What he goes on to say there is that, you know, he came in and then he was put with Rod Palenka, Rod Palenka. Why? Look. If you ever been a manager or supervisor out there, as soon as they you make your decisions, you're in trouble. As soon as they start having you collaborate with other people, you're in trouble. As soon as they start questioning your decision making, you're in trouble. Max should have known that from the start. Now, Jonathan, you got any uh, got anything to say to that audio we heard, bro? Well, 
I, I mean, like like I mentioned, like I mentioned earlier, I mean, he started that that whole conversation after the Stephen A. question with that he was going to be doing this part time, and I honestly feel that the reason why Jeannie Bus put him with Rob Palinka is because you, if you're going to have somebody there that's going to part time do a job, then you have to have the polar opposite. Then you got to have somebody there who's going to be grinding. If Magic Johnson's not going to be there for whatever amount of time that they disclose, then she has to put into place somebody who's going to be there to do the day-to-day, who's going to report back and say, hey, what's going on? Uh, if Magic's not there on Tuesday, then Rob, what's going on now that it's Tuesday? Obviously, well, what is he What is he going to say? Like, you see, this is the thing that, I, that I'm not fully buying off of Magic's, uh, you know, uh, saving face interview is that you know how are how is Rob Palinka supposed like let, let's say me and you are working together Jamil and I'm your boss and I'm telling you you know what you know what Jamil I got errands to run while this big project at work is going on and then the 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 guy uh, the the person above me comes up to you and says hey Jamil what do you got going on well I got this this and this going on well where's Jonathan I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he had to step out because he had to go take care. What? What, what is now, Rob Palinka supposed to answer? That's different. No, than, it's not different. No, hold it's on, not. Hold on, hold on. No, it's not. Now, no, it's say, not. Now, I'm, I'm your subordinate. I'm your subordinate, right? You say, Jamil, right. I'm going out to run. I'm going out to run errands. I say, okay. Uh, but there's a meeting. You know, there's a meeting. You say, I got to go run errands, and also your boss, who's both of our boss, knows you're working in a smaller capacity than full time. This is to be expected to some degree. Now, here's the difference, though. I go into the media and say, hey, guys, anybody seen Jonathan? That's snitching. That's hating. That's sabotage. That's improper. That's not ethical at work. You know, that's... Okay, no, 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 no. But, but the thing is, like, look, look. We're, you see, the, the, the problem that I'm having with this whole conversation that I'm having with people as far as like, you know, you know, that exactly what you're saying, that this is dry snitching or that this is this. No, this is the workplace. This is the work oh, environment. No. This isn't the, this do isn't the streets. Workplace. No, this isn't. No, this isn't the streets. This, this, is, this is your job. This is, this is the thing that you're doing on a daily basis. And and I'm telling, and and I am still and I am still of the opinion that Magic Johnson didn't really know what he was getting himself into. He thought that with the with the basketball knowledge that he has, all he had to do was go in there, make a couple of decisions. Yeah. I look great. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Lakers back to the Western Conference Finals or the Finals, and my job is done. Easy, easy, easy as pie. No, he actually needed to go in there. He needed to do the, He needed to execute. Cause, cause look at his plan. What happened to his plan? He said we need to surround LeBron James with playmakers, not shooters. Backfired. He's the one that made the decision that says we do not need Julius Randle. Well, we do not need Brook Lopez. He's the he one also, that made the decision. True. He's true. the one that made now, the decision. I don't have a. I don't have a, a bone to pick on either side. To be honest here, I'll say that. Magic was the deciding factor in landing LeBron, so that yes, outweighs. I agree with that. That outweighs just about anything. Uh, them getting rid of the except the failing, Russell, except the failing season. 
well, shit, LeBron got hurt. What you want Magic to do about that? But, but, I mean, but, but, the, but, the, but the thing is, the season could have been salvageable. I mean, we all agreed upon this. Uh, I mean, uh, we, we all agreed upon this about a month ago when he first, uh, when he first got, when he first left the position. I mean, I think I feel I feel that he did a lot of good things when it came to the salary cap. He did a lot of good things when it came to recruiting LeBron. But as far as the team that he constructed around LeBron James, that wasn't sustainable. Because had he had shooters, had he had the right personnel around around LeBron James, they probably would have made the playoffs. We would be talking about the 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 Warriors and the Lakers instead of the Warriors and the Blazers. I mean, well, we know at the All Star break at Christmas, this team was in fourth place and in striking distance. This season was never supposed to be anything. It was just a wash season. Um, them even being competitive was just, you know, a plus for everybody. But I, I'll say this. My gripe with Magic was I believe he didn't have a, a solid plan past landing LeBron. Everything else was just hopeful wishes. They hoped and wished they got Anthony, Anthony Davis. They hope and wish that Kawhi will come this summer. Everything else is a hope and wish. That was my gripe. We didn't have a a five-year plan. All we knew is we were going to try to get LeBron and win with LeBron. And that was my issue. But I'll say this. I do not think that it's um, a part of the workplace or anything to announce or highlight anyone's absence. That's not a part of the workplace. And that that is, you know, unethical. You know, that's a bit unethical for some to some degree. I don't like that shit. For sure, bro. I don't like that shit. But Magic will go on to say here, and we'll take a listen. Magic will go on to say, let us know what exactly the straw that broke the camel's back was. So here's Magic with more. The straw that broke the camel's back was I wanted to fire Luke Walton. And we had max three meetings. Um, I showed her the things he did well and the things he didn't do well. And I said, listen, we got to get a better coach. I like him. He's great. Former Laker, the whole thing. So the first day, well, let's think about it. Second day, okay, you can fire him. Then the next day, no, we should try to work it out. So when we went back and forth like that, and then she brought Tim Harrison to the meeting, you know, some of the guys. And Tim, you know, wanted me, he wanted to keep him because he was friends with Luke. And Luke's a great guy, mm-hmm. great guy. Yes. And so when I looked up and said, wait a minute, I only really answered to Jeannie Buss. Now I got Tim involved, and I said, it's time for me to go. I got things happening that was being said behind my back. I don't have the power that I thought I had to make the decisions. And I told them, when it's not fun for me, when I think that I don't have the decision-making power that I thought I had, then I got to step aside. Let me go back to the backstabbing comment, because you said that Mm -hmm. when you resigned abruptly inside the Staples Center. And you just educated us that friends you trust 
that got to them outside of basketball. Right. So did it come down? I'm not. I understand the Luke Walton element. Yeah. But when you allude to the backstabbing, was it Rob Palinka that you're talking about? Is it Rob Palinka and other people within the Lakers organization? Who exactly were you talking? No, about? just Rob. I think that other people didn't bother me. It's it's really funny as I sit here. I don't worry about those type of things. I'm not a guy who is like, oh, man, he said this about me, and I worry about it. What happened was I wasn't having fun coming to work anymore, mm-hmm. especially when I got to work beside you, knowing that you want my position. And I'm okay with that because this is what happened, Stephen A. I told him in year two, I'm only going to be here three years. So my job is, Rob, to get you ready for this position. So... You know, I was going to help elevate him mm. to, the, to the president's position. And so when all this was coming back to me and guys calling me saying, you better watch out for him. And then what was crazy was before when I took the job, you know how many agents called me and said, mm. you got to watch out for him. And I said, eh, I got to give the guy a fair chance. You know, I can't listen to, mm-hmm. to people. And so uh, but he, he was a hard worker, smart guy. But uh, now you have that position. So I'm good with that. So, Jonathan, let, let me let me do a few things here. Obviously, Magic feels like there's been backstabbing. That's obvious. Now, I need you to bear with me here. But this is very important that I play this. cut the snakes will show and I'll tell you this too magic is hurt for a few reasons few reasons here it's because he's obviously hurt if you ask me few reasons he's hurt he makes him look incompetent here but here's one thing we gotta remember and here's one thing I, I blame magic for magic you've never had a front office job Okay, so to think you're going to slide in here and start telling people we need to fire the head coach. Now, Magic said, look, I presented the things that he did well and the things that he didn't do so well. Magic's trying to be his business professor, but let's not get this twisted here because this is this. Now we get into the meat of the things, y'all. I'm going to get to some meat. Magic felt he was going to come in here and make basketball decisions. The Lakers 
used magic. See, when magic was affiliated with the Dodgers, he was never promised to make any decisions. Look, magic, go fucking smile, sit front row, put on that Dodger jersey and wave and throw a few first pitches out. We love you. You're the Prince of L.A. Everybody love magic. The Lakers did the same thing, but they just didn't tell Magic that's what they intended. They wanted Magic for this transition period to be a part of this kind of revamping with LeBron and all these new players coming in and and be the poster boy. Cut the ribbons, kiss the babies, and shake the hands. But see, Magic didn't get that memo or that was miscommunicated. Because Magic told us, straight up, look, I was told I could make decisions. And in the end, he could not. So he was undermined, made to feel competent, uh, disrespected. Um, You know, Magic is hurt on several levels. He's looking at Jeannie Buss and saying, how could you? Because there's a culprit behind this that we've yet to mention. How does Rob Palinka gain such high regard, high esteem in the in the in, in the franchise? This guy hasn't worked in in any level of basketball front office. He's a basketball agent. You know, now I know that can translate. I know that intertwines to some degree, but. Rod Rod Palenka obviously holds a lot of weight in the franchise. That's clear to see. Magic is hurt. He can't believe that he's the the guy that's kind of been ostracized and pushed to the side. Magic thought he was coming here to be a part of the think tank. Magic found out that he was probably being used to just be a poster boy. Jeannie trusted Rob Palinka and the likes of Rob Palinka more than she trusts Magic's opinion. Magic feels like, hey, I'm the basketball guy here. I should, you know, no, Magic, we don't think you're smart. We think Rob Palinka is smarter than you. And that's what hurts Magic's feelings. Jonathan, what you got, bro? I think we're missing well, maybe not we, but I think I think the main uh, the main thing that that I see or that I think are are overlooked cuz I, I I think what Magic is trying to do is he's trying to make you look at one situation versus looking at what the real picture is. And I think he's using the whole Rob Palinka uh, angle of backstabbing to kind of cover up what was really happening. Because if Magic Johnson was in there for three years, basically, or two years, basically, he, we, we never heard of, you know, him not making basketball-related deci- decisions or him not being able to take care of the things that he needed to take care of. 
as far as signing who he need, he wanted to sign or not sign, you know, to construct the salary cap the way he wanted to construct it, I think he had free reign. And to be honest with you, I mean, I really feel that Jeannie Buss started seeing that, you know what, this thing of you not being around is showing that you can't handle this job. This job, you know, maybe she was in reality confused with, or maybe she didn't fully understand of allowing Magic Johnson to do this on a part-time basis was something that she shouldn't have signed off on. And she started seeing that. How, how is somebody that's not there doing the day-to-day with something that needs to be done on the day-to-day? Because Magic Johnson didn't take over the 2009 or 2008 Los Angeles Lakers with Kobe Bryant and Pau Gasol. He didn't take over the Kobe and Shaq uh, Los Angeles Lakers. He took over a franchise that hadn't made the playoffs in three, four years. So maybe Jeannie Buss underestimated Magic, and Magic underestimated the job that he needed to do. And when it started showing that he couldn't do or he had no answer for the day-to-days, that's when everything started coming up. That's when you had Tim Harris come in and say, hey, you know what, Magic? Maybe we need to do this, this, and that because you're not here every day. You're not here every day taking care of this. You're not here every day taking care of that. You know, maybe maybe the oh, truth, let the, me the ask truth you, just came out. Do we think Jerry regardless West? Of Jeannie, the- but regardless if Jeannie Buss signed off on whatever it is she signed off on, you know, maybe they both underestimated the job that needed to be taken care of because well, one thing I do not entirely this. Magic's fault. Then that's not entirely Magic's fault. And let me say this: Do we think that Jerry West is in the freaking office every day crunching numbers and doing spreadsheets? He's used that's, as a basketball I mean, mind. He's not. I mean, used to I mean, when he was when when he put together the Showtime and when he put together Showtime and when he was putting together the Shaq and Kobe uh, teams in the in the late nineties. Of course he was there every single day. No, Are you trying to compare no. Jerry West? You're trying to compare Jerry West, the advisor to the Los Angeles Clippers, to Magic Johnson, a VP of basketball operations? You think Sam Presti isn't in the office every single day? You think Daryl Morey isn't in the office Those are general managers. That, that's different titles. Which so, no, Sam Presti, Sam Presti is, Sam Presti is, is no, Sam Presti is VP of basketball operations. What are you, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, there these, are more these are guys that are making, and, and and you know these these are the these are the guys that are making these critical basketball decisions. Not a guy that's in and out of the office. Not a guy so that look, shows up when he wants to show up. Fair enough. So, I think the back. I think the back. I think the backstabbing quote is just there to make us look at something, and to look at to focus on something else because that's what we're going to focus on. That's what people like. That's what people like us are going to focus on. Oh man, Magic got backstabbed. Magic, the guy that brought five championships to the Los Angeles Lakers, the guy oh, that wait, you know, wait, wait, put wait, basketball okay. back on the map. Well, let that's me ask, exactly, let me what, ask you that's exactly what he wants us to look at. Well, let me ask you a question then. Let me, if, if Magic is saving face here, is that what you're implying? I, I think that's exactly what he's doing. He's okay. Saving face. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Magic was booked. Magic's interview with First Take was booked before Frank Vogel was hired. Why did the Lakers decide to come out simultaneously 
as Magic was doing his announcement, his thing on first take. Because they, they need to save face, too. I mean, they're just not going to let okay. Magic Johnson okay. just, just – I mean, because okay. basically what Magic Johnson did today was put a blowtorch to the organization. I mean, Magic Johnson, I mean, his first press conference a month and a half ago and this, and this, and this thing that he did on first take today, this interview that he did on first take, has so many mixed messages that it's not even funny. How do you say, I love Jeannie Buss, but she's doing me dirty? Um, I love the Lakers, but you know what? I'm not going to give. That's I'm not going to give nobody a. I'm not going to give nobody a heads up. You know when I when I mean even LeBron James goes on his show to say, you know what? All he had to do was just tell me, hey, I'm not going to be doing this anymore. I would have respected him for that. Nobody, I haven't heard anybody, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, say what Magic Johnson did to that organization the way he claims to love that organization and respect that organization to do what he did. Not even, not even people that leave on bad terms do this, do, would do what Magic Johnson did. As much as he claims to love this organization or to be a part of this organization or to say that Jeannie Buss is like a sister, nobody, nobody understands why he did what he did. Well, I mean, and, and that's because, I mean, and maybe he's taking this exactly the way a lot of us would take it, that, you know, hey, I told you that I wasn't going to be here every day. How are you using that against me? You know what? You're yeah. the one that brought it up. You're the one yeah. that brought it up. Nobody, yeah. nobody in the Laker organization has spoken about Magic Johnson. Nobody. Yeah. Everybody, everybody that's listening about the whole Rob Palinka backstabbing is something that he started in the media. He's the one that addressed it in his press conference when he resigned. He's the one that brought it up. Why? Because he wants to save face. The Lakers never threw out in the media or never threw out to outlets. Nobody, I, I, I listen to ESPN Fox every single day, and nobody had said that Magic Johnson wasn't doing his job or that he wasn't in the offices every day. Nobody. He's the one that brought it up because he knew that it was going to come out, that he did a crap job. He did oh, a crap God. job as a general manager he because he wasn't there every day. He wasn't in the offices every day. But look, he's the, one that, he's the one that, I mean, look, the best, sometimes, sometimes the best way to cover something up is right in front of everybody's face. Very well. Sometimes look, that's just the way it is. Palinka and the Lakers chose to come out today. Uh, those Magic had his part of this thing booked before the Lakers did. So the Lakers obviously have some public image that they want to save. So Palinka came out here and just braved the storm. And let's take a listen to how Palinka answers this line of questioning. I think it's pretty interesting and telling. Let's listen. And did an interview this morning in which he said that he felt like you betrayed him when you guys were working together. What was your reaction to him saying that, and do you believe that's a fair assessment of your relationship? I think the most important thing for me is the, the two years of getting to work side-by-side side with Irvin are some of the greatest memories I have in sports and work. Um, he's an unbelievable person to work with. Uh, he fills the room with joy and vision, um, and truly it's 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 saddening and disheartening to think he believes things are a misperception. I think all of us in life probably have been through things where maybe there's third-party whispers or he said, she said things that aren't true. 
Um, and then I have talked to him several times since he decided to step away. We've had many joy-filled conversations. In fact, two days ago, we were reliving the combine and the fourth pick and talking about the great future that this franchise has. So these things are surprising to hear and disheartening. Um, but I look forward to the opportunity to talk with him and sit down with him and work through them, just like in any relationship, because um, they're just simply not true. I, I stand beside him. I stand with him um, as a colleague, as a partner. Um, I've always supported everything he's done and will continue to. Um, and, you know, I think that's the best way to address that. So Rob obviously already had his shit ready to go. He was not about to answer anything of the nature uh, about addressing anything Magic said. All Rob did, <laughs> so media trained, is talked about how great Magic was and how much he learned from Magic and what he needs to focus on going forward. I don't like this guy, man. Never liked him. Uh, and, I, and, like, and we talked about this before. And I still haven't given you the main suspect, but you got anything on what Rob had to say about it? I think I think that was a genius way of addressing it. I think that's exactly how Magic Johnson should have addressed uh, uh, anything about the Lakers. I mean, I, I really do feel that Magic Johnson at this particular point, I mean, I'm going to go back to repeat the same thing, is that he's saving face. You know, I mean, he's using now, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess, you know, uh, one bad move deserves another. I mean, I guess the same way the Los Angeles Lakers use Magic Johnson as a quote-unquote shield, you know, he's using Rob Polinka as a shield because he knows that he's Magic Johnson. He knows that he's got friends everywhere that got his back. Regardless if he did right or if he did wrong, Rob Polinka knows that he cannot get into a media battle with arguably the greatest Laker of all time, and maybe, you know, arguably one of the greatest public figures that are out there. No way that he's going to win that battle of going toe-to-toe with Magic Johnson with that kind of thing. So I think he handled it perfectly. He said exactly, exactly what you said, Jamil. Media trend. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. I mean, Magic went over there kind of like, you know, trying to defend himself. Oh, no, no, he said this, or he said that, she but said see, this, he all said that. that. Media you know, all that all that media train shit just make me feel more like, you know, just make me feel like. I'm not going to do all that, but that's backstabbers. But um but that's but look, that's look. but that's part of the thing though is that he's 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 trying I mean magic is trying to use that as a shield because we're not we're not even talking about the real issue. We're not even talking about the fact that he didn't build an effective so, team around LeBron. So hold on Jonathan. We're not let, even let, talking let, about let, let We're me, talking let me about get, backstabbing. What do you I mean, mean about it, by in the office every day? Look, when it came to doing the big business, Landon LeBron Flipping that D'Angelo Russell pick so into Kyle Kuzma, uh, Josh Hart. So that's we got that's these telling things, me. These, but what? So what stuff in the office? Because if I you're mean, talking about, I mean, what? What? Hey, I mean, what are what are we talking? What are we talking about when we're talking about landing Kyle Kuzma and we're talking about Josh Hart? 
to me, that's Ryan West, Jesse Buss. Those are the guys that are out scouting because no. that's, their, that's what they do. They're scouters. No. They scout the now, talent, had, and, they go back, and they go back, and they go back to Magic and say, hey, Magic. Here's Kyle Kuzma. Oh, okay. We think we should take now, him at now the 30 we're gonna discredit pick. And, you know, people's scouting department. We're going to say uh, Popovich has oh, nothing so, so to do with Tony So you're going to tell me that Magic Johnson, who specifically said he's not going to be there every single day, you're going to tell me that he was watching film on Kyle Kuzma? That he was hey, watching film still, on Josh Hart? He's still, the, he's still okay to do. I mean, what do you? We have to use our scouting I mean, department as I mean, a part yeah, of our Jermaine, resources. That's our resources. If I'm, if we have gonna, to use that. If I'm going to be your boss, if I'm going to be your boss, and basically what what, what Mad, this is what Magic Johnson's doing, and this is what he's upset about, is basically Jermil telling me, Jonathan, we need to design a plan like this, 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 and that. Jermil, excellent idea. So then I'm going to go to my boss and say, you know what, we need to do this, 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 and that, and I'm going to take all the credit. And not give you nothing, and then expect to still get an A on the test, even though you're the one that did all the work. No, no. We gotta call of course him. these guys. That's of course these guys turned their back on them. We got a caller from the A. It might be my boy. I cooked something up for him a while. I ain't heard from him, but whoever is from from the A, they can get this. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming uh-huh. And parties don't stop yeah. till 8 uh, in the morning What's up from the A? What up with you, man? What up? What up? What's going on? What up, Notch? What's up with you, player? Long time no here. Yeah, you know how I be, man. But uh, it was yeah. What's going on, Notch? both feet. <laughs> What's up, my man? Yeah, man. I gotta jump in with both feet on this, man. Um, Go on ahead. Go on I, ahead. I, I, I think ESPN and all these people have kind of done a disservice on covering this, man, because this is the reality. Dr. Jerry Buss is one of the best. Uh, team owners in sports history, right? Like, we all understand that, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean that his children will be good at that job. And as we've seen, both children have been terrible. Uh, The reason that she's sitting in that seat right now is because she recruited Magic Johnson to set up the coup to overthrow her brother and take over. Magic came on as a branding face for the Lakers. He wasn't coming on to do the day-to-day. Matter of fact, would you want Magic to be looking at crunching numbers or scoring? That's what I did. That's what I said. Hell no, you don't want Magic doing that. Magic is there (laughs) to kiss babies, shake hands, and talk to free agents, man. That's what the gig was about. The problem is Rob and her have done such a bad job that somebody had to start catching the blame, and they appear to have, you know what I mean, started pushing everything towards Magic way. And this is the thing that happened. She didn't understand that bringing in Rob as a GM may cause some problems getting players and dealing with other organizations because of long-held feuds he's had as an agent with teams and also with other agents who see Rob as just collecting power, doing this, and going to come back to being an agent later. So they're really worried about him and trying to 
trying to stop him from succeeding. Like, that's a real thing that's going on against the Lakers right now. So bringing Rob Warren as a former agent to the office, uh, it, it appears to have been a huge mistake. They thought they would get the advantage of, you know, his, his contacts and his relationships, but it turns out what you actually got was all of the bitterness and revenge and other, you know, agents, front, front office management and things like that having the backlash. So Rob has been the problem. When you flip Zubek for Mike Muscala across the hall, you're not doing a good job as a GM. Like, I mean, that, 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 that just is what it is. When you let Julius Randle walk out and don't get anything, but I do, yeah. I do understand that that one's a little more complicated because I think they had a deal in place with the Pelicans and they allowed him to walk there and it was going to be included within the deal. And then when new ownership took over in, in New Orleans, uh, they just simply acted like they didn't know anything about the under-the-table deal, which kind of messed the Lakers up. But I think Rob, Rob and, 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 and Jenny are really skating on this, man, because uh, uh, just think about what they've done since they've been there. This is damn near as bad as the tenure of, of uh, you know, her brother when he was running things uh, into the ground. So, you know, just because your dad is good at something don't mean you're going to be good at it, and, and we're seeing that, man. This, these are two – this is a failed son and a failed daughter looking for reasons to start blaming folks. Like, when you start leaking out or allow even a story talking about you're going to trade LeBron, stuff like that, man, that's, that's not only dereliction of duty. You're not good at your job. Like, if you even entertain the idea of trading LeBron James, like, that's crazy as hell. But, you know, here's where we are right now. Now, I think Magic is just really, really sensitive. So the idea of him finding out through emails that they're talking-ish about him, and here's the third-party people that they're talking ish about him. Hell yeah, that dude was mad. But Magic is also looking at Fillers was hurt, Brandon huh? Deal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that, there's that. But the Phillies wasn't hurt enough to burn everything to the ground because he refuses to say anything bad about her. Why? Because he wants to ingratiate himself with ownership. So he'll get a Dodgers deal like this, a Kings deal, or something in L.A. like this because Magic in L.A. is still Magic in L.A. And he's going to continue to be a you know a, a face and brand as far as marketing and stuff like that. But if you're bringing in him to run the front office, what the hell are you doing? Like, no, that's 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 not his skill. Exactly. Now look, I think they lied to Magic in that. I think they they intended on just Magic. Hey, come kiss these babies and cut these ribbons, bro. Like you always do. Like Magic, you ain't. Uh, strategize how to put no goddamn Starbucks in urban areas? That wasn't your idea. You went out there and cut the goddamn ribbons. Now, I live by Magic Johnson Fridays. Nigga, we still call it Magic Johnson Fridays. That shit ain't Magic Johnson Fridays. It's just TGI Fridays. Or whatever the hell it's called. But we still call it Magic Johnson Fridays. And Hey, now, 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 if we're going to criticize Magic, we can get into gentrification and him co-signing things and giving it giving it the appeal as if it was going to be good for the neighborhood and then find out a lot of people get priced out, had to move, people who live Boom. there generationally can't live there anymore. Now, if we start getting into Magic on that kind of stuff, like, yeah, there's a good case to be made that a lot of this stuff is really bad for LA that he did. But, you know, that's a whole other thing. But look, guys, in the midst of this, we Laker fans, I think we got a damn good head coach. And if you were able to catch any of these of the interviews, man, Frank Vogel handled himself like a goddamn G. 
I mean Frank Vogel. I'm so I'm high on Frank Vogel. I don't want nobody else but Frank Vogel. I mean, if you yeah, can't give him, yeah, but he shouldn't have took that job, bro. Yeah, now that down. that's that's a story for another he thing. He should have put, put his foot down, bro. You do not take the job with Jason Kidd with the designation oh, yeah. as associate assistant. And because look, man, Jason Kidd is going to be at him from day one, not directly passive aggressive, undermining, uh, you know, all the things that Jason Kidd is famous for. Well, you know, non basketball things that Kidd is famous for. And I, of course, no the players the are going to gravitate to Kidd. And of course, the yep. players are going to gravitate to Kid. Yep, one of the best. So this is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, this is a perfect, and and he's a passer, which makes him even more smart. Bass, him and LeBron are going to click because he gonna know oh, how I'm, to. Dude, I'm sure he sold himself on Zoe. I'm sure he's like, look, I'm the one that oh can really God. do this for Zoe. I got the same. That's I had the, the same skill set. I had the same problems. I'm sure he really sold him, you know, re- getting lines on where he needs to be. I'm sure that's part of it. But, man, kid, I, I wouldn't accept a job with kid on staff, bro. That boy. <laughs> and and the nigga went on and bent over bent over a barrel, and, and as you say, Nodge, bent over a barrel, and took that three-year deal. That first dudes who are walking into their first coaching opportunities. Look, I said on my last show, how the fuck is Luke Walton just getting all these coaching jobs. Before Luke Walton was out the door in L.A., Luke Walton was walking through the door in Sacramento. Boy, it must pay. But look, Dude, I want to let y'all you listen You got to try hard to find a man as lucky as, as Luke Walton, man. Uh, son of the great Bill Walton, that dude has failed his way into some of the most prestigious jobs ever, not to mention a 10-year <laughs> NBA career where he was a, you know, he's a marginal talent, but what a boy, and, Luke. Impeccable timing that Luke Walton. That motherfucker went to the Arizona Wildcats when they had Richard Jefferson, Gilbert Arenas, Channing Fry. That motherfucker went to the Lakers when they had Shaq and Kobe. That motherfucker mm-hmm. sat on the bench and coached on the fucking uh, Golden State Warriors when they was winning them championships. This Luke Walton is a timely bastard. And just to mention, he's also the son of legendary Luke Walton. I mean, I'm sorry, Bill Walton. But look, man, lost in the conversation is Frank Vogel. I want to let y'all hear Frank Vogel real quick. Take a listen. I see a lot of promise, a tremendous amount of promise with uh, what we can be. Um, Obviously, we've had some rough years, but what we have in our current roster, combined with the vision of where we're going to build the roster, um, also combined with what, what I hope to put my stamp on the way we're going to play, I think we can accomplish great things. And I'm very excited about that. It's, it's going to start by establishing the culture of hard work, preparedness, a structure on the court, um, discipline with the way we play and the way we do things, and holding guys accountable. Our guys are going to be coached very hard, okay, and they're going to be challenged, and they're going to be pushed and coached with the truth. And they're going to be challenged uh, to be at their best. And, um, you know, I look forward to, to seeing our younger guys grow and everybody uh, come together. Uh, the focus for our group has got to be to remain in the moment. Okay, there's obviously uh, been a lot of outside noise like there is with every NBA team, but there's been a lot of outside noise that we're going to be tasked with blocking out. Uh, there's going to be a lot of talk of getting our team back into the playoffs and what the Lakers represent in terms of a tradition of competing for championships. 
Those are end result things. Okay, we are going to be focused on the work. Okay, the day to day, uh, stay in the moment. How do we get better at practice? How do we win the next game? Um, focus on the task at hand. Okay, and then those accolades, those achievements, those results, they will come. Okay, we need to build togetherness with our organization. Okay, and I don't just mean uh, with the 15 guys or 17 guys that are going to be in uniform or in that locker room. Okay, I'm talking about organizational togetherness. All right, starting with ownership to the front office to the coaching staff, the players, the trainers, the business side. Okay, we are all going to be pulling in the same direction. Okay, and, and this is something that I've, I've always preached as, as a head coach because you can accomplish amazing things okay, if everybody is together. Um, when that happens with the way we do things from day to day, that stuff translates to the court okay, and how we play. And playing a together brand of basketball okay, will also be emphasized on a daily basis. Okay, we're going to be unselfish. We're going to play by trusting the plat. Trust Hey, big Frank Vogel, man. Let niggas know. Coming in fully confident, letting them know, man. Like, shit. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Hey, Frank Vogel. Hey, check it out, y'all. I got some family online. Let me bring them in right quick. Brian, what up, fam? What it do, man? How y'all doing? Man, we gravy. What up, man? We gravy. Yeah. Shit, bro. What you what you take in today from this? You know, Magic went on first take and basically said, you know, fuck Rob Palinka. But I got a surprise for everybody. I got to get to. And I already told y'all this, Naj. I believe you <laughs> online. Jonathan was on. I was right the whole time. But but Brian, let me know what you think yeah. about it, my nigga. Man, I just think they were. Magic, it was, it was time for Magic to go, man. I think Magic two cents was too much for them. Magic was basically, you know, Magic was trying to run some shit, I feel like. But, you know, they the Lakers need a change, man. Maybe it's to change. Let Magic go and own some other shit. You know, let these people get this organization together. It's time to get the Lakers back on top. So that front office, it start with that front office, you know. So I hope that front yeah. office get it right because LeBron, LeBron got the, LeBron's the piece. Listen, this is the piece to the Lakers. All they need to do is get the rest. They got LeBron. They just need a little help. I wish Clay could come. I, I would love to see Clay in a Laker uniform. I'm just putting that out ooh. there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I would love to see Clay in the Laker uniform. I'm putting that out there. I like it. I like it. I like it. Jonathan, what you think about what Frank Vogel had to say? What's your impression of Frank Vogel? I, I think I don't I don't think he got a fair shake in uh in Orlando. You know, that was a that was a team that he wasn't going to succeed, you know, with the pieces that he had in Orlando. I think what he did in in Indiana was pretty impressive. The way they developed, I mean, because we got to remember, I mean, that's when that's where Paul George started. I mean, I mean that that coaching staff was responsible for the development of a lot of players in on that team, and I think that's basically what the Lakers were looking at when it came to this, these coaching searches. I mean, they they need to, especially you know, with all these rumors that are going around that, you know, Brandon Ingram, he's got these blood clots and you can't mm-hmm. trade him anymore. And, you know, these, these are going to be pieces that you're pretty much stuck with. So if we're going to be stuck with this young core, which I, I think they're, they're a top young core in the NBA, I think Frank Vogel and this coaching staff is going to, it's going to service the team really well. I think we're going to see, I, I really do believe him when he says that, 
you know, there's going to be big things going on next year with the development of these players. I mean, if he can improve Kuzma's shot, if he can improve Ingram and get Lonzo Ball to have a consistent shot, I mean, the Lakers look pretty good with a couple of free agent pieces here and there. I mean, man, if they get Clay Thompson, that's just, that's just, that's what, that's some out of control stuff. But either way, though, I mean, I think Frank Vogel is on it when he talks about using that three-point line. I mean, he's even alluding to shooters, putting shooters on the team around LeBron James, you know, because that's how effective this guy is when it comes to, you know, putting a championship team together. And I think Frank Vogel, I mean, he's, he's I mean, to me, he hit all, all the nails that he was supposed to. I mean, he hit them all. Yeah, yeah. Nah, how you feel about Frank Vogel, family? Yeah, I mean, he's an upgrade over Luke. Like, no matter what, you could say there's a – like, you could watch a team and say, okay, that's a Frank Vogel coach team. You couldn't do that with Luke. There was no identity. So, with, with Frank Vogel, you're going to see really tight defense. Uh, you're going to see them chase out to the three-point line, chase shooters off the spot, and really funnel everything towards the middle. The problem in Indiana was the NBA changed on them basically in the midst of their run. Uh, when Roy Hibbert all of a sudden became just a secondary player as opposed to all-star because the game got so much faster. And uh, like uh, Jason said, Orlando, he didn't have a shot. That roster was trash. So, you know, that was what it was. But I think he can do good work with this roster. I don't like the mix with kids, like I said, but we'll see what they do as far as personnel. But let's not, you know, start giving coaches way too much credit and start talking about people improving as shooters and all of that because of the coach. Like, that's because of their own hard work. Let's give these boys their flowers. Let's, 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 not, let's not go too far and start saying what a coach can do. Because no matter what, in the NBA, it's a talent league first. Coaching, coaching is always secondary. But I, I, I would say he's a much better hire than what they had. I just don't like the dynamic with kids because kid is going to be Adam. Like, that's, that's just what it is. Yeah, there's definitely a potential for undermining that goes without saying. But there is one more element, one more nuance to this story. That's starting to be talked about now. Now, your boy, I came out and talked about this shit when we did this show talking about this months ago. And, of course, y'all called me crazy. Y'all said I'm just, you know, a wild conspiracy theorist. But guess who I said the main culprit was? It's that Orange County dwelling, big nose having, threatening to go to Pluto, fucking fake Jordan, uh, and everything else you can think of, man. It's that fucking guy. And he's still in the mix here. This is how you have Rob Palinka. So powerful. <laughs> how, how does Rob yeah. Palinka have, have the audacity? To come at Magic Johnson, yeah, you exactly. me? he don't got the he don't got the balls to do that unless it's somebody behind him who got the same cachet and who also might be closer to Genie Bus than Magic. Let's go on and listen because look, it, I've been saying this for a while, and my man Max Kellerman about to back me up. Let's listen to this. I think Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm is ruining the Lakers. I think he's been ruining the Lakers for about almost 10 years, you know, since that contract extension, going back eight years already. I think he is essentially running the franchise. 
doesn't mean to ruin the Lakers, but I think that's what's happening. Let's go back to his contract extension. Everyone points to the Chris Paul deal being scuttled as the downfall of the Lakers. Let us not forget, Kobe Bryant was already on the downside before the Achilles injury. He was no longer the best player in the league or one of the two or three best players in the league. Then his Achilles goes, and before he ever is seen on the court again, Jeannie Buss gives him a two-year extension. Anyone who knows anything about basketball is going, you're out of the Kobe deal. Now, by the way, there's not this dark cloud over the franchise because he's too rough on the younger players or he needs the ball too much or he takes up too much of the salary cap. You're done. Here's the f- – oh, wait, what? You extended Kobe Bryant at $25 million? You don't even know how he's going to play. And it turns out not very well anymore. He had that 60-point game last game of his career – but he was not a great player for the Lakers when he came back. In fact, he was a bad player, took a lot of shots, was very inefficient, couldn't play defense because he was old and he was coming off an Achilles, duh, right? That's, how did he get that extension? How did, how did Kobe get that extension? He happens to be close with Jeannie Buss. In fact, when Jeannie fired Jim, she had to lean on people close to her. Well, Kobe Bryant was one of those people. Then all of a sudden, Rob Palinka gets installed as the GM of... The Lakers? What's Palinka is a seller. He's not a buyer. He's an agent. He's not a GM. And Magic Johnson, as Stephen A. points out, is inexperienced. What's Palinka doing there? Also inexperienced. And then when Magic wants to get rid of him, he can't? What is the power backing Palinka? What's the power backing Palinka? Why did Kobe get the $50 million extension? Kobe Bryant still has enormous influence on the Lakers. And despite intentions... It is. It has been a destructive force in recent years. I don't like that shit. For sure, bro. I don't like that shit. Brian, man, what you think about Kobe being behind the scenes puppet master to all this shit? See, Kobe's always been puppet master. See, they, they ain't caught on. Kobe had his hand in this shit when he was playing basketball already. Kobe was running shit then, and they all know that shit, and the people acting like they surprised about it, but Kobe been doing this shit, and he plays a part, and he plays a part, let me tell you all this, he plays a big part in that starting five, you better believe it. Kobe Jonathan. gets it. Jonathan, man, what you think about, you know, I've been saying it, I've been on my soapbox, I'm saying Palinka is powered by Kobe. Kobe, who has Jeannie Buss's ear and is favorite. I think Kobe's more of Jeannie Buss's favorite than Magic is. What do you sure think? Sure is. I, I mean, I mean, how did Magic Johnson? How how many weeks or how many how many weeks did Magic Johnson coach the Los Angeles Lakers for in the nineties? Maybe what about fifteen, twenty games? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, how did he get that job? And I assume Dr. Buss I mean, gave it to him. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, what Magic is to Dr. Buss, that's what probably Kobe is to Genie. And you know, ah. and you know, and and, and 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 you know, and that and that may be, and that may be the case, you know. But as of right now, I mean, I just, I mean, I, I'll go, I'll go back to what I said about a month ago when we were originally talking about this. I just don't see Kobe Bryant doing anything in VP, general manager, anything that has to do with basketball operations other than doing what Magic did and becoming a co-owner or teaming up with some sort of, uh, you know, Guggenheim group or something 
to buy the Los Angeles Lakers from the Bus family. That's the only way I see Kobe being involved in the basketball operations. Other than that, Max Kellerman has been saying that crap since he was with Max, since it was Max and Marcellus about how bad these fifty million dollars. I mean, I mean every every sports franchise that that goes through these ups and downs and have you know a star to cling on, you know. That, that, things like that are expected. Contracts like that are expected. I mean, what other draw were the Los Angeles Lakers going to have when they gave up all their draft picks for Steve Nash, when they did all, all those moves for Dwight Howard? What else were the Lakers going to do other than draw, put butts in the seats, and sign Kobe Bryant to a $50 million? Well, what, what else were they going to do with that money? Nothing. So it's really irrelevant that Max Kellerman continues to bring up that irrelevant thing of Kobe Bryant's contract when the Lakers were garbage and were going to be garbage anyways because of the because of the circumstances. The fact of the matter is is that still Rob Polinka, I'm still with Rob Polinka being used as a smokescreen for the fact of the matter is that probably more than likely Jeannie Buss and Magic Johnson didn't really know what the hell they were doing because both of them were um, well, I, I think Naj is the one that said, and they were they were pulling a coup on Jim Bus. So, because uh, we all have to remember the way Magic would tweet, how incompetent Jim Bus was. How if he was in charge, he would make this move. If he was in charge, he'd make that move. And maybe Jeannie kind of bought into it and said, you know what? That's probably the guy I need to run my basketball operations. Boneheaded move because Magic doesn't know what he's doing, and also a boneheaded move by putting Rob Palinka in office. But at least, to the credit of Rob Palenka, if you want to give the guy any credit, at least he's there day-to-day putting in the work. I don't know. Yeah. Nah, what you got, bro? Yeah, putting in the work badly. That, that ain't no excuse. Uh, look, I, I, don't, I can't rock with Max too much on this one just because Kobe should have influence. He should have influence with ownership. The issue is, you're making the decision at the end of the day. Just because Kobe said something don't mean you should listen to it every time. He can give you his input, but at the end of the day, you sit down and you make your own decision. So same thing with Magic and Dr. Buss. I'm sure Magic told Dr. Buss a whole lot of ideas Dr. Buss didn't agree with and didn't do. So that that becomes a problem on her side. So I think Jeannie is, is the problem here. She is the one. And, and it, ain't, it wasn't just that she thought Magic had some good tweets. She brought Magic onto the board in order to get the other members of the board to agree to get rid of Jim because they had to get the votes. Uh, There's a story on in the L.A. Times years ago when all this was going down, so I want to look it up tonight. But, no, she brought Magic on because she knew that was the best way for her to win that fight against Jim. Jim didn't want to step down. They had to get the other people on board in order to do it. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with having influence. You know what I'm saying? The, The question is, Okay, how much are you listening to them? And when we start hearing about her talking to Kurt Rambis and Kurt Rambis' wife, then you're like, dude, will you listen to anybody who just had a liquor uniform on? Is that, is that what he's doing? So Jeannie Buss, to me, is the biggest problem here. And then that goes to the hiring of Rob Palenka, who, remember, he played with the Fab Five, got contacts uh, for NBA players and everything else through that experience and was able to flip that into being a power agent in the NBA for a long time, which means you make few friends and a lot of enemies. To bring him up to that GM office, that's your mistake to me. And I I think people blaming Magic. I think they don't understand why Magic was brought there. Magic was brought there to help her win that coup, 
and also as the, the, the branding, the face, the guy who comes in and tells you that everything is going to be all right. We had a rough turn, but things are going to improve. And for that $50 million they paid Kobe, go look up what revenue the Lakers made during those years. That was a good investment. They knew what they were doing. They didn't plan on winning. Of course not. So <clears throat> I guess the question becomes, was Magic lied to? Because I agree with you, Naj, and me and you are in accord here. You don't hire Magic to come do day-to-day. You hire Magic to come wear the, the tie with the big knot in it, to cut ribbons, kiss babies, shake hands, and charm people, and close the deal. Magic is known as the closer. You know, when, when, the, the, when the everyday people got the meeting set up with LeBron, this one we fly Magic out with that big knot on his motherfucking tie, and Magic go out there with an with a, a eight-inch smile across his face, and he, he, he's guaranteed to get you. That's what magic is for, the big fishing. He's not for no day to day stuff. But hey, 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 feel- hold, and let me add one more let me add one more thing. And when mm-hmm. the Pelicans started leaking out details of trade possibilities and what the Lakers were offering, the fact that Rob Palenka couldn't stand ten toes down on his square and just go in on the New Orleans Pelicans. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, if you did that to the Spurs Pop would not relent in every presser he had setting your organization on fire. If you did that to other teams, ain't no way in hell you getting away with it and the only blowback is on my team where now everybody don't trust each other. The young boys looking at Brian like, damn, bro, you trying to trade me? You know what I'm saying? Like, just ruin your organization with nothing, no, no consequences on top of it. The fact that he's the GM when that happened kind of tells you a lot, bro. Ooh, 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 Jonathan, what you got to say about that? Because you seem to want to ride Magic's throat. Now, what you got to say about that? I, I, I just think, I, I just, I just don't see, I mean, I, I agree with the, uh, with the notion that this probably falls more on Genie Bus more than anything. My, my beef isn't necessarily with Magic. My thing is just, I just don't like the way Magic is just trying to dust off or, or trying to make it seem like he's the victim. When I see Magic Johnson doing his press conferences today on first take or what he did about a month ago, you know, when he resigned, I just think he's trying to play the victim. And he's trying to use his celebrity or his status as, as something to hide behind. You know, because Jeannie Buzz... He's trying to get that man him fired, dog. He ain't just playing the victim. He's trying to get that man fired. Like, he is... Yeah. <laughs> as far yeah. as, as who uh, trying to get trying to get Rob fired? I mean, the the thing yeah, but but the thing is is that 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 whole that whole situation between Genie and Magic and Magic Johnson. I mean, this is something that they all kind of fell into when they whole, when they orchestrated the whole coup when it came to Jim when it came to Jim Bus. And I really feel that if if Genie Bus is really in these in these uh, you know in, in these uh, in these meetings with Linda Rambis, Kurt Rambis, you know with Tim, you know, and all these guys in the room, if she's list, like like you mentioned, listening to anybody that had a Laker uniform, then I really have no reason to believe that she put Magic because she thought he can really do the job. I really do feel that Jeannie Buss put Magic there because he can do the job. Or else, why does she need him to be a VP of basketball operations 
to recruit LeBron. She doesn't need him to do that. If she really no. felt that she didn't need him to do that, he could have done that without being the VP. He could have just continued doing the things Jonathan. he did. They created that position. Right. Yeah. No, they didn't. Jim Buss was the VP of basketball operations. No, no, no. Who do you mean they created the position? I, I, I've heard it's a. They're not going to feel. Palinka said today they won't replace the position because the position was only created for Magic. Well, why, why do, why do they need, why do they need another VP of basketball operations when they have LeBron James? They don't need, they don't it's need so another recruiter. Cool. They don't so need another recruiter. But that's what I'm saying. That's, why are you going to recruit? Why are you going to bring in Magic Johnson? To be a, a VP of basketball operations, when he when if if what you wanted him to do was kiss babies and smile, he could have just done that as an advisor. He could have just done that the way he hey, recruited and, the Marcus Aldridge. And that's the, the why do you why, need him? That's why I'm saying this is mismanagement. On G, I don't believe they they told. I believe it's, it's one or two things. No, they didn't. No, I, don't, fully, I don't believe that at all. They didn't disclose Magic's responsibilities. And the, or they lost confidence in him. One or the other. I, 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 it, it, maybe, I, maybe, maybe I'm misinterpreting when, the, when maybe I'm misinterpreting the work and you ain't there and things are going badly. Guess who name get whispered about the most? So he was playing the losing game from that angle, man. It's just period. But like I said, man, Palinka and 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 Jeannie are the issues here. And I don't know if Jeannie is just easily swayed or what, man, but at a certain point, well, man, if you want to run that, that that business, you're going to have to have some, you know, some conviction about some of your own decisions and not be, you know, let's speak to Jeannie. listening let's to speak every to person Jeannie. you talk to. Let's speak to Jeannie. But first I want to just say, man, this is it's tragic because this ain't supposed to happen with the Lakers. We got Jeannie Buss and Magic who are supposed to be brother and sister, and they having these problems, so... A lifetime of memory Going down the drain This is some bullshit that's happening right now But I, I, I do want to say I do want to say That When you have little experience let, let's, let's not forget the fact that Jeannie Buss Is, is a, a pin a, a Playboy model she, she was in Playboy Okay Jeannie Buss did not gain any of this family wealth. This is handed to her. This lady was, um, what is she, a part of the marketing department, I, I believe. If You guys correct me if I'm wrong. That's, that's yeah, what she, she, she knows the business side well. She was groomed. Yeah, she ran, she ran the business side of it. Yeah, that's right. She ran the business. When, you're, when you lack experience, you're most vulnerable to people who you deem with experience. Now, I don't know how Rob Palinka, a sports agent, is entrusted at this level of the of the organization. Because unless I'm mistaken, his resume doesn't say you make all decisions for basketball here. But Jeannie, who who is the end all be all, who is the yes or no person for everything She's going to have to digress to people that she deems as more experienced and more knowledgeable than her. And that turns this thing into a, 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 just a shit fest at the end of the day, because the person at the top doesn't have the ability to call the shot, doesn't have the, the confidence of the rest of the, of the staff 
to make any decisions. So it's going to be dudes, the underlings, the, the subordinates, jockeying for position and trying to be the right-hand man, which really controls the decision-making of the organization. Now, dog, Brian, bro, I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. What do you think? I mean, is it is it coming from the top, or is this thing is complete shambles, man? Or is there any chance this thing gets back on the rails? I don't know, man. It, it ain't looking too good, though. So we got to see, man, because it ain't looking good, though. I'll tell you that. It might be in shambles. But, I mean, the Lakers, we got to – I don't know. I can't tell you right now, but it's, it's looking horrible. I felt like magic – they pushed magic all over the plank. I'll tell you that. They put the, the sword, the magic back, and made him walk the plank. Hey, Rob Palinka out there like magic. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. Yeah. Bitch, I'm the man. Jonathan. Hey, hey, look, man. When you, oh, my bad. My bad. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Nodge. Go ahead. I was just going to say, when you're dealing with upper management and you come for somebody's job, if they say no, then you ain't got no other move. So that's why he did the surprise quitting and everything else. Because once you, once you come for somebody, if they don't go, you got to go. So, I mean, he fell into that. And then the Palenka thing, you can easily see how he was sold on her or how he sold himself. If Kobe kind of hypes up the interview and gives it like, yeah, you should interview Rob, it would be a good idea. And Rob comes in and says, you got free agency problems. I got all these relationships. I'll be able to fix that. Just get me in here. I really want it, you know, to do this for a long time. And I'll be able to change the situation you're in because you keep striking out with free agents. I could see how she could, you know, agree to that and go for it because it don't sound bad. It's just I don't think that they knew how many agents and front office people hate that dude and were going to try to take revenge on Because, dude, y'all got to really think about that New Orleans trade thing, man. Like that's mm-hmm. unprecedented where somebody would do that. Just leak out details every day. They offered us everybody, and we said no. Like he he's doing that every every couple of days for what was this like two weeks? Adele Dempsey in New Orleans just leaking out info like that's that's a whole other. And story. they still don't want to give us no love. Adele Dempsey and the Pelicans is like I don't I fuck with you. you. They did and not fire him as soon up. as it was over. Oh, they ran him up out the building. He's gone. He ain't got a job. Probably will never get a job again because he's going to be connected to the leaking. Well, Jonathan, what you got on it, bro? Uh, you know, what you think about the about – the, we're going to close it up in a minute. What you, what you got any finals on that? Well, I mean, I, I think when it comes to Rapalinka, I think it's uh, – you know, it's like anything when it comes to the NFL, everybody wanted to copy the Seattle Seahawks because of their formula. I think everybody's just trying to be the Golden State Warriors because they're on top of the world right now. And who's their general manager? Bob Myers. Who was Bob Myers? An agent with no experience. And look at what they did with that franchise. And being, like you guys say, Kobe Bryant, oh, you know, has fuck. the influence on the, on the, on, on the franchise. He recommends Rob Palinka, and you know Rob Palinka is also one of those those uh, those sports agents that had big influence. I mean, that was he wasn't just Kobe's agent; he was James Harden's agent. I mean, he was a lot of you know there's, he had a lot of people under his belt. So they may, that may have been sold to Jeannie Buss like, look, this is the type of guy that you need in your front office. This is the type of guy you want doing the day to day because he can do it. You know now. 
I mean, I think not just right to an extent. I mean, I'm not totally satisfied with the way both Magic and Rob Palenka ran uh, basketball operations. But at the same time, I mean, I just don't think that Magic is, I just don't feel that Magic is excused or Magic is like, oh, well, Magic was done dirty or Magic was, I think Magic Johnson knew exactly what he was, exactly what he was getting himself into. And I think, I think he knew exactly what he was getting himself into. Mm-hmm. I think Jeannie Buss knew exactly what they were doing. And you know what? They just were in over their heads, and they didn't know what they got themselves into at the end of the day. And that's just what I think is going on with the Lakers. But all in all, just to close my argument, I still feel that the Lakers are in an excellent position. They have, they have big cap space. They have a, a great young nucleus, probably – top in the league or arguably top in the league and they have LeBron James and now they have it seems like they're going they're going to have a good coaching staff so no I don't think the Lakers are in shambles at all I just think they need to fix whatever rift they got in the front office which it kind of looks like they've got everything pretty much settled but either way we just need to see a winning product on the on the floor and at this time next year we're talking about the Lakers being in the playoffs or having a second or third round out then it really doesn't matter. True that. Yeah, true and that. LeBron uh, needs to pay for the all-expense-paid trip to Europe or wherever them boys want to go. Had a Nike truck pull up in front of their houses. He got to mend the things with the young boys, man, uh, because he was fully on go with getting Anthony Davis, as he should have been, but he, he's got to make up uh, the relationship for the guys who are still going to be there. he got to fix that. Well, I'm going I'm to wrap mine by saying – when I brought up Kobe, now y'all going to start hearing a whole lot of Kobe because the, the Kobe talk starting to come out now. You heard Whoa. Kendrick Perkins, Patino Mobley, Kendrick Perkins, everybody's starting to point at Kobe. I've been saying that shit. Another thing I've been saying is, and Naj, I think you was on my throat for it, Jonathan. I said, fuck trying to win on LeBron's clock. Do not give up the farm for Anthony Davis. LeBron got two years. Hey, we just might have to chop LeBron up as a bad move because the Lakers cannot get rid of their entire future, their next 10 years, just to try to win with LeBron. We can't do that, man. And that's what we was trying to do. Now, yeah, you'll have Anthony Davis as your, hey, build upon him. But essentially, to me, you, you, you end up right back in the same spot with one big star and the rest of the guys you got to fill in. And what we're learning is that. Our freaking um, our front office may not be capable of filling a roster properly or landing a big free agent because none of this stuff says that we're able to do it. And if you ask me today, Magic Johnson just denounced himself as a Laker affiliate, and that's sad, man. I'm saddened by that because today Magic Johnson just came out and sabotaged the Lakers. Magic Johnson went on to say how many people warned him about Rob Palenka. Magic Johnson is basically sending out a warning to the rest of the NBA or anybody that has to do with the Lakers. Magic Johnson today denounced himself as a Laker, in my opinion. He that hurt, but he's hurt. He's hurt. He's a respected businessman to some degree. And they they were more than willing to come out here and make him look incompetent, incapable of making decisions. Magic has a lot of pride in his business 
as you can see, Magic talks about, he's clearly saying all the things he got his hand in, all the mentor and advisory he does around town. And his feelings was hurt. And Magic came out here and totally sabotaged the Lakers franchise, dude. He tried his best, if you ask me, to forewarn anybody who has to deal with Rob Palinka that he's a snake, he cannot be trusted. Many people warned him. And to me, that is a huge implication in business. In business, that's something you don't do to a person you've previously done business with unless you want them out of business. This is taboo. This is unethical. You don't see this in business practices. This is a guy who no longer, Magic has conceded and said, I'm never going to work in this industry again. He knows that. Who's going to hire Magic in their front office when Magic is willing to go on TV and talk about the regime he was once a part of? Man, that's deep. Magic knew what, where he was putting his ten toes down on this one. He knew it. He had time to think about it, but he was willing to do it. He feels that wronged. And he went out and, in my estimation, denounced himself as a Laker or a Laker affiliate today. Now, he's, he's good enough to still get away with it in the eyes of many of us, myself included. I ain't mad at Magic shit. Magic got a smile that get by all that. But if you really, if you get to the meat of it, Magic went out of his way to talk about Rob Palinka being a snake, a backstabber, a person you cannot trust in business talked about all the, the, the people who warned him about Rob Palenka, which I think was was had even more of an impression on the conversation. If I'm a person, uh, a free agent coming in, I look at this dude with my eyes cut. I don't trust Rob Palenka when he tells me what he sees for me as being part of the team. I don't trust, if I'm any line of business with the Lakers and I have to deal with Rob Palenka, I don't trust it. And for Magic to do that, man, I feel like Magic really knew what he was doing. This was a concentrated effort, premeditated, and basically denounced himself as part of the Laker franchise, in my estimation. But, guys, before we wrap, before we wrap, Bri, I want to get your, um, I want to get your opinion. Dude. We already know Golden State going to the finals. Can Golden State? Because I'm going to tell y'all right now, I think KD popped his Achilles. Can Golden State beat Milwaukee without KD? Oh, my man ain't there. Jonathan, what about you? Can Golden State beat Milwaukee without KD? Oh, that's going to be a tough one because, I mean, I think you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the last time I read – Milwaukee actually has, if not as good, if not as good, but a bit better three-point percentage than the Warriors as of right now. But this is, but we're talking about the Warriors with Kevin Durant. Now the Warriors without Kevin Durant, that may be a different conversation. But I do, I do see, I, I, I can, I'll, I'm going to go out on a limb and, and I'm going to say that I definitely see Milwaukee beating Golden State. I can see it. Wow, Naj, what about you? 
I think we're going to see KD come back in the middle of the series. It's going to be like some Willis Reed stuff and Golden State wins another chip. But if he's out for the whole series, then, yeah, I like Milwaukee too. Uh, there's really no answer for Giannis. And if they're hitting shots, you're just in trouble, man. So, no, I, I think Milwaukee does beat them. And the only reason I'm saying this is because Golden State has played so much basketball. It's a lot of wear and tear as we've seen people go down on their team. And it's just hard to play from June to June multiple years in a row, man. But they're all-time great. Salute them, boys. And, uh, you know, I, I think it'll be a real good series to watch, man. Yes, hey, hey Nod, real, real, real quick, tell me if you agree with this or not. I don't think the Warriors – I mean, I don't think the Warriors have anybody like Kawhi that can lock down Giannis. So I think Giannis is going to have free reign if KD isn't there against the Warriors. Yeah, I'm right with you on that. You saw Myers Leonard go to hell off with them tonight. Look, man, Giannis is a problem. And honestly, Kawhi can't even really stop Giannis. He just goes to the basketball game. So there's no answer there. But uh, it, it'll be good, though, man, because, you know, Steph's going to show out, Dre going to show out, Clay going to show out. But Milwaukee is deep as hell, man. Yeah, man. But, you know, the theme of tonight is watch out for them backstabbers, man, because they out there – any line of business, we gonna have to meet them. Uh, I'm gonna take Milwaukee. I want Milwaukee to win the goddamn thing. I want to see the Greek freak, really the African freak, but the Greek freak win it all. Right. But I want to thank y'all brothers for uh, showing up for your boy, man. I, I always appreciate it. I know y'all got better things to do when it's late. I want to thank each and every one of y'all. For stopping on by and uh, spending some time with your boy, man. Let's talk, chop it up. I'll be back shortly. We'll do one about the the finals coming up here. I think we'll see Milwaukee get rid of Toronto um, and Golden State going ahead and finish Golden uh, Portland off. If they didn't do that tonight, I'm not sure. But uh, oh, they but my man, they got them notch. Oh yeah, they done. Okay, well Golden State there. Uh, we know that, and now we await for the Eastern Conference Finals to wrap up. I'm pretty sure it's Milwaukee, but for my man Brian, Brian, you there, bro? For my man, he ain't there. My man Jonathan, y'all know who that is. My man Nods calling from the A, man. I thank y'all. It's a heavy-handed edition. Catch you next time. Later.